Thank you for listening to the podcast. This is Sten. I would like to announce that my team in Nashville is looking to add an experienced advisor. This advisor would have approximately four years or more of experience, but more importantly, this advisor is looking for a new challenge. This advisor wants to take the elite path and reject the average path in our industry. In this role, you will work right alongside me growing your business. Together, we will help level up legacy as an organization. If you think you're up for this challenge, you can go to stenmorgan.com backslash apply to answer the questionnaire. Or if you're listening to this and you're thinking of another advisor that could be a good fit, please make that connection. If that advisor becomes an advisor on our team, I will send you a $5,000 referral fee. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. We're back. I'm Sten Morgan here with Andy Traub, and this is Becoming an Elite Advisor podcast. And we're getting deep, dude. We're going deep. Uh, folks have had a great response to last week's episode, which was talking about what advisors fear. Uh, these are not made up things. These are things from the, these are not hypotheticals. These are universal in some way, mm-hmm. but people believe them to be, and I, I was re-listening to the podcast earlier in my Memorial Day weekend road trip. Um, and again, the, the truth of it is that these are real fears. The lie is that I'm the only one who feels this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a universality of how everyone thinks they're special. <laughs> and, and you, and if you're listening, you are. You're special. But... <laughs> it's, you know, they say there's no two snowflakes that are alike. Yeah, but they're all still snowflakes. Yeah. Like, uh, you're all snowflakes. We're all snowflakes. <laughs> okay. And I mean that in a positive and negative way. Uh, yes, you're an individual, but also collectively, you have a lot of the same experiences. Mm-hmm. Never in the exact same way, but uh, in very similar ways. And so we're going to dive really deep into this fear. And let's begin, Stan, with sort of a definition of fear. And there's lots of different ones out there, but I, I define fear as uh, predicting a negative outcome before anything happens. Yep. Because otherwise, you would just do the thing. That's right. Right? You would you would not have any emotional response beforehand. You would just go through the experience. But fear is experiencing something negative before it ever happens. Yeah. And a lot of it, I was listening to a great podcast, I think last week, was it ours? The guest. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I appreciate that you listen to him in the car. Uh, I don't listen to all of them. That's, that's a little. It's probably, I guess, that's part of job. I was with my son. I was, we were drive, driving for about six hours. And I was like, hey, I want you to listen to this because I thought I'd apply nice to him. Dude. And yeah. boy, Samuel. Yeah. That, and this guest of this podcast was talking about how, I think his question was like, when's the last time you just had a full day of joy? Like, and his point was like, probably when you were four. You know, when you were just like, everything was great, Ouch. snack time was awesome, Ouch. but like yeah. we all went back and his point was, we really, we start collecting stories at some point and those stories create uh, fear, yeah. fear of the unknown, fear of rejection. Yeah. But the fact that we know that they weren't there from the beginning, yeah. that they were built and created from different factors. Yeah. And so when we work with advisors, a lot of times we hear these fears and we're in a good position because we get to talk to hundreds of advisors. We hear the same fears and yeah. we see people overcome it. But when yeah. I'm one-on-one with an advisor, like to them, it, it is fully true. Yeah. And it is it is controlling them to some extent. And so each conversation is unique. But I love that I, I can, if they hang in it, predict the outcome. Right. That, that, that change is possible in that. Yeah. And and I would submit that this is, this is why you have to be around people, but to be in circumstances of... Um, you know, I, I think that they say there's no teacher like experience. Mm-hmm. They say that it's a very well known, like there's no teacher like experience. Okay. But here's the nuance of that. It doesn't have to be your, your experience. <laughs> yes. Why not lose? Why not? Why not learn from someone else's experience? Mm-hmm. Yes. Teacher, you know, experience is the greatest teacher, yep. but 
I want to learn from other people who have had the hard experience and then go, okay, what can I do differently? And so one of the encouraging things as we hear from so many of our advisors is, okay, we've heard that. Now here's what you can do with that fear, right? So I want to dive into, again, some of these that we've categorized because we've gotten enough data. We've collected enough data from advisors and these are different firms. People always want to go, well, what is it this? How long have they been in the business? It's young. It's old, mm-hmm. right? It's people who are doing planning. It's people who are not doing planning. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's people who have charged $30,000 for a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's people that haven't yet started charging yet. Yep. But I find one, one thing that's common among all of them is that they do see their time as valuable or they believe that to be true. And they're they're working through the resistance that comes when you mm-hmm. put that down. You say, you know what? My time is valuable. Yeah. They're, they're all working through that. What's interesting, we've done this a lot of times, even in, in big settings, we'll ask, is your time valuable? And there's a lot of times competitive professionals, entrepreneur mindset. And I love your example. You can kind of explain here in a second. But most of them will say yes. Yeah, yeah it's one of those questions. It's, it's, a, it's a rhetorical, right? Rhetorical yeah. question, meaning the answer is assumed, mm-hmm. right? And so when you say it, and then you're the one who presents this at our How to Charge Live events, or either, either here in Nashville or the ones we go do off-site. And you'll say, it's one of the earliest things you do is, do, do you think that your time has value? And of course, you get ninety percent of people get the friendly hit on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And and then I take it and I say, <laughs> okay, Vince, um, I'll give you ten bucks to wash my car. What do you think? Hard no. <laughs> and, and 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 Vince, thankfully, is no, not interested. I said, hey, sincerely, I'll pay you ten bucks. No, I said, how about a thousand bucks? And the next question is, where's the sponge? <laughs> That's right. right. Because suddenly his time is worth. We we figured out how much his time was worth. That's right. Right. Now, if I asked Mark Cuban to wash my car for $1,000, he would laugh at me. That's He'd right. give me the $10 Vince face. Like, are you kidding me? You think I'm a schmuck? Yeah. You know, uh, a little respect here, right? But so that is proof that their time is valuable. Yeah. But then you help people peel back that layer of your time is valuable and you start asking some hard questions. Yeah. And, and to say that your time is valuable and then turn around and give it all away for free <laughs> is hilarious. And I'll speak to large groups and I'll say that. And, and there's an audible laugh. Because yeah. everyone there is like, I do that. Yeah, I, I can stand here and confidently say I'm a business owner. My time is valuable. Yet I will turn around tomorrow and in the in pursuit of a sale, give away the farm. Yeah, uh, and, and so one, it's us bringing awareness to that, the irony of that, and then it's saying, okay, well, how do what's what's the real fear? And and as we boiled it down, work with a lot of advisors. One of the early objections we get in an advisor's journey and saying, my time is valuable, products are great, I'll manage money, I sell insurance, but there is a time and a place for me to get paid for my experience and knowledge, Yes, is they will say, I don't know enough. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's one we're going to tackle today is I don't, I don't know enough to charge for those ideas. Yep. I don't know enough to actually put together a plan and then over 12 months deliver that value. And, yep. and. I know those who've listened may have heard us say this before, but when we when we lay out the service calendar, I think we do that on the second day. Mm-hmm. I think we do it on the second day of the event of our trainings and such. But but when we, people look at that and they're like, "Yeah, that's plenty of value mm-hmm. for forty five hundred dollars on average, or whatever." Yeah. Like that's a lot of value over a year. So the real obstacle that people put in front of themselves or just believe, and, and sometimes, frankly, it is true, yep. it is an obstacle that has to be overcome. Uh, which which is that they think I just don't know enough yet uh, to be able to charge, and so I, and what, I, what I hear when I hear an advisor say that is that the industry has told you for long enough that the product is the only thing that's valuable. Yeah, and we have to overcome that. Saying are the products valuable? Of course they are. 
Like we're all for managing money. We're all about insurance. Yeah. But if that is the only realm you play in and that's the only value you have, you are competing in a very small pool against a lot of people selling almost the same stuff. Yeah. I want to, so I want to, I want to throw these out to you and then I'm going to have you uh, go go through these and I've got four of them. The first one I call the someday solution, which is I should just wait until I'm more established or experienced before I approach uh, a, a prospect with planning because then they'll be more likely to say yes. Hmm. There's a lot of stuff wrapped up in that. But yeah. if you have an advisor, and these are from advisors that we know and work with and, and have worked with, and they say, you know what, Stan, I, I'm, I'm all for charging for my time and ideas, but not yet. Like, I need to get better, hmm. and then I'll go start doing this. What would your response be to them? Gitmo pops in my mind. Um, good enough to move on. I think to wait until something's perfect to launch, you will stay in this state of perpetual reinvention, doubt, that from a strategy standpoint as a business owner, you'd say, let's get the MVP, minimum viable product, and let's get it out there and test it and get some feedback. Yeah. From a mindset side, any win helps in a big way. Yeah. To, to break that mindset down. And yeah, so when your we work with $1,500 plan was a big win for you. Oh, yeah. You look back at it now and you know that you didn't charge enough. But mm-hmm. when I hear one of our advisors in our community or through a training and they say, I charged, I really... 10% of that is how much you do charge. 90% is way to go. Yep. You finally broke the seal mm-hmm. on charging for your mm-hmm. advice, yep. right? So yeah, it makes me think of when I, whenever I would change my basketball shot growing up, yeah. it was always felt terrible, felt weird. But anybody I was training with, they always say, don't, don't care if it goes in. Mm. Because essentially you're saying like, well, if I can't charge a huge fee and if I'm not where Sten is overnight, I'm not going to even start. Yeah. And back then they'd say like, think about, the mechanics you're performing for the shot and eventually we'll work on it going in. Right. But like start breaking down different things. And so when we talked to advisors, like 1500 for me was a win. Yeah. A huge win. Yeah. If I put a dollar value on that win short of like taking away the 1500 bucks, like that was probably maybe the biggest, most significant win in my career sure. was just trying it once. Yeah. And so from that question, if most of the time we're getting it from a mindset standpoint, so strategy, I'd say, Hey, get something out there, go for it. But recognize any win as the greatest weapon against that limiting belief. Right. So if you are telling yourself, I will do this, we call it again, the someday solution. Oh, the solution is, oh, I'll do it someday. Mm-hmm. Uh, another way of saying that is that what you're basically, what you're basically doing is saying, I'm going to take an opportunity and let it pass me by <laughs> because I don't feel equipped to handle that opportunity. Yeah. What you remember what we call that? What? Regret. <laughs> oh yeah. When you realize what needs to be done, but you ran out of time you to do it. You ran out of time to do mm. it. Right. And that sucks. Yes. I mean, that is, that is, that's funny. I was, what did I watch? I was watching the Titanic with my kids like a couple know. weeks ago. Oh, that's heavy. We definitely had to cover the eyes on a few <laughs> parts, you know? Um, and it was like, she, at the very end, sorry if you, you haven't seen You just didn't it. want to take them on a Disney sorry. cruise, right? Is that <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> kids, this could happen and we shouldn't pay for that. That's no. <laughs> so, uh, and no, we're not going to Disney cruise. But at the very end, she, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, sorry, it's been out for 30 years. So <laughs> spoiler no, spoiler, no spoiler alert. And, and this part was fake. But she drops the necklace over the thing at the end. Oh, yeah. And I can just imagine her going, oh, dang it. I wanted that. <laughs> you know, like that's regret. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> so you don't want opportunity to pass you by, right? You don't. And what I find interesting is, and I've heard this said about your best ideas, like um, this guy, Chris Gillibo, who I followed for years and is a, is a writer and very creative and smart and he would say, never save your best ideas. Mm. Like there's a tendency to go, man, that's so good. I'm going to sit, sit on, on that, that. Yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Like that domain name that that guy in Australia owns currently that I'm going to try to call. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> do it. sitting on it, dude. <laughs> do it. Do it. And so he says, never save your best ideas because then you sort of get blocked. Mm. And you're like, you're, that's a scarcity, scarcity mindset, yeah. right? 
So the other part is when you have an opportunity to come by, don't don't say, I can't do this. What I have seen some people do, I mean, some people have actually called you and said, Sten, I want to do a plan with this person. I'm not ready. Can you help me? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. But but where does bringing in other people factor into if you say, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm ready yet, but I have a, I've got a pretty big fish I might land here. Yeah. Like, where is it, where, where could another advisor help mm-hmm. you out with that? Yeah. And that's a, that's a benefit of being in our community. So hopefully Andy didn't just put out a, a joint no, work broadcast. No, I'm not broadcast. saying everyone gets to do joint work <laughs> with Sten. With uh, special but hotline. that is a benefit our community. We've had some members come and say, here's a big opportunity. Just, I, I don't need any of the revenue from it. Can I just watch you do it? And if we're, you know, average versus elite, average is going to somebody that's kind of a successful advisor and saying, hey, can I split this case with you? Versus going to the biggest, baddest advisor you know and saying, hey, will you just take this opportunity and let me shadow you? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I said yes to some of those and helped those advisors. And for them, they're like, I would have charged a fraction of what you charged. You right. got them to say yes. Right. I got to see what you did. I got to be on the calls, the Zooms, all the things. Right. Uh, so joint work's important. I think it goes back to that podcast episode we talked about, who do you follow? Yeah. And, and look up to. Joint work is great, but it's also dangerous, especially for new advisors. If all you know is what's around you in your office yeah. and you joint work with somebody that's not doing things you want to do, yeah. at times you almost just conform to who's around you. Sure. So I would say be very discerning about it, but a joint work can be a huge win, especially in planning, when you just need to see a win, yeah. even if it's not yours. The next one I call getting exposed, which is um, the fear is I don't have enough technical knowledge yet. What if they ask me about blank? And so this is some things you've taught uh, our advisors in our communities is not knowing the answer and saying, I'll look into that is better than number one, pretending that, you know, and just saying something or two, never getting the opportunity because you're waiting to get smart enough to help. Meaning if you just go, I I don't, that's too complex. I don't think I can handle that. You don't even get to handle the, the solutions and work them out because you never got that. You, you're, you're literally passing off the opportunity. Mm-hmm. It, it is okay yep. to say, I'll look into that. I, I have, I'm going to make a few phone calls and I think there's some opportunity there. Yeah. For me, what I, and early on, I always tried to have an answer, even if it wasn't direct, like I would dance around it and be like, here's what I think it is. And I'm like, how would an attorney ever tell a client, like, here's just what my gut's telling me right now. Let's go with that. But somehow I was a financial advisor professional telling somebody, I'm going to take a stab at it right now, but I'm not 100% sure. So as soon as I got to a place, and this was, I got away with that early on in my career with certain types of clients because they'd be like, okay. And then I'd go research it, but I was like, man, that answer just, if somebody said that to me in a meeting, I'd be like, credibility lost. Yeah. As I worked up market to business owners and more direct people, I had to learn to say, great question. They know I shouldn't have the answer to everything in the moment because this stuff is complex. Yeah. I want them to pay me to solve problems, yeah. not always have the answer. So yeah. right now I'm giving everybody listening permission in the next meeting. If anything comes up you're not 100% sure of, say, that's a great question. If we get the chance to work together, that's something we'll dive into. Yeah, You're not going to give it away all for free. You're not going to pretend to have the answer, but you will say, I'm so confident in my ability to find answers and solve problems. Yeah, That's why you're going to hire me. I was talking about you this weekend on my family trip to someone, and I just remember, I remember referencing someone asked me a question and I said, you know what? I don't know the answer to that, but I'm hundred percent confident. My friend Stan does. <laughs> nice. And, and, and here's, here's, if you're listening, if, if someone asks you a question, it was about squatting, <laughs> massive weights. It was about bench press. <laughs> yeah, right. It's about leg day. Stan never skips. No. Um, but if someone asks you a question and your response is, you know what? I'm not hundred percent sure of that, but I have a friend who I know will know the answer. Mm. Do you think you're a schmuck? How do you not know? You think, oh, wow, you know Good an friends. expert. That's right. Right? 
it, it says, oh, okay, that's awesome. And you know, some an expert in that. Mm-hmm. It, it, it actually builds your credibility, I think, to go, wow, this, this person knows people. Mm-hmm. And that's part of planning is they're paying for the people that's right. that you know. They're not just, it's, it's not just about you anymore. Now they're paying for your network. And so show the value of that network by saying, you know what, I, I'm, I know some things about that, but I also know an expert in that. Yep. And he would be or she would be a part of this ongoing planning as we work throughout the year. And so I'm, de- I would def- I'm definitely going to take that to them. And yep. they feel like, wow, I just got an expert. Yeah. And, the, and what we teach advisors is that you don't need to have the answer up front. What you're proposing and welcoming somebody into is a process yes. to make them better off than if they didn't have you. Yeah. And we're, we're generous with our ideas up front. You know, we teach advisors that we train that you were going to give somebody enough value up front to pay for yourself. Yeah. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Now you have an engagement to find other opportunities and solve those things. So mm. if the fear is I don't have the answer to every question right up front, therefore I'm not worth the plan. Not true. Shift the mindset to I believe in myself enough that even if Sten can solve a problem in an hour, maybe it takes me five at first. I know I'll solve the problem. Absolutely. And then over time it'll take me four. It'll take me two. And eventually Absolutely. I'll get to one. But just because it took you more time, maybe a few more headaches because it did me early on, you're still worth the same as me because yeah. you're not going to charge them by the hour. You're going to say, hey, to accomplish your goals, here's the fee. Mm-hmm. And you'll get more efficient and more efficient. Absolutely. Um, and here's the other thing I want to encourage you with for those listening or watching on YouTube. You don't know what you don't know until someone asks you something that you don't know. Yeah. And so don't make that a blankety blank excuse mm-hmm. of like, oh, I don't know. Okay, yeah. you... That's fine. That's okay not to know. And great ideas come from you saying, I've never heard of that before. I'm going to go research that. I'm going to go research that. And then now you have this other thing. You told me this about last week. Like, I don't know if this was last week or the Mm -hmm. week before, but I was like, what's up with the big meeting? And you're like, oh, I've got this expert coming in about this and this. And I'm like, well, there's Stan doing his thing. Like, it doesn't stop. That's right. Right? Like, great people in business, great business owners, great thinkers, they don't stop learning. Right? And a great advisor is not the executor on everything. A great advisor, my client's like, extends a curator of great ideas, which mm-hmm. means he is forging ahead, being curious on our behalf, right? finding things and vetting it out and then bringing options to the table and saying, hey, if this is interesting and this applies, let's take it to the next level. And that usually involves bringing somebody else in. Yeah. And they'll usually pay that person for that time or that CPA or that attorney. But it's like, hey, Stan, you just saved me how much time Yeah. getting me to this point? Yeah. And now I'm going to run it over the finish line with you. Yeah. All right. Two more. Due diligence, which is uh, is what I'm advising really the best possible thing for the client. I, I think this goes mm-hmm. back to research. I think this goes back to yep. experience. But I also think that the people that listen to this show, frankly, mm-hmm. I talked to a few leaders today from a very large organization company. Um, and, you know, I, we talk to advisors all the time with 30 years experience and five years. Like, If you listen to us, you know that our character is high. We're, 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 we will sell teach you to sell by quantifying 10, 20, 30, 50 X value. Mm-hmm. Point being, uh, are you going to do the best possible thing for your client? To your ability, yes. That's right. Like you you are. Now, are you, do you know everything? No. But again, using that as an excuse, well, I'm not going to start charging for my advice because mm-hmm. it, do I know every single thing? No, but yep. no one does. But you Yeah, that's a never ending. Exactly. Internal lie because yeah. you could, there could always be something better. Yeah, And so for me, where I have to address that, because these, again, all these fears on this page, I had and have. Mm-hmm. Like, the, this will never be gone solved. Like, we always have to be aware of, like, why am I having this feeling? I'm going to work through it and coach myself through it. Is it to say, I have to say to myself, this person is better off with me than without yes. me. Yes, yes. Also holding space for if somebody better comes along, I will be the first to say, you should go do that. 
that if you can release that I have to get my hands on this person and never let them go, that if you believe if this person comes across something better or if I find out something better, yeah. that I would be first in line saying, go do that thing, that, that's even if gonna, it didn't include me. That's what I was going to mention, though, is that I know there have been times that you've learned about things in our trainings, because we have advisors with lots of experience mm-hmm. come to our events, be part of our community, and they'll mention something, and we're like, what's that? Yep. You did what? With who? And how? Let's talk about that. That's what we have. That's what a great community brings their their knowledge, not just oh, yeah. their needs, right? It's not a bunch of people sitting at the feet of Stan saying, oh, great, Stan, tell me what Thyeth believe and know. No, it's it's a lot of great people coming and collaborating together, right? And so the great thing is when you say, you know what? I just learned something. Then you can go back. My point is if you say, I, I don't know everything, that's true. But the cool thing is as you learn things, you can go back to clients and say, or even a lead mm-hmm. and say a prospect you haven't landed yet and say, hey, listen, I think this might apply to you. That's a targeting strategy. Oh, yeah. Right? So as you want to keep learning things because then you can go back to clients or prospects and say, hey, let's learn this other new thing and I'm going to bring it to you. Yep. Right? Last one is uh, perspective problems. Maybe there's something I'm not considering. Mm. Right? And so- I think this is where you have to, again, experience is the best teacher, but do you have to be the one to experience it? I think that some people have a perspective problem in that they think, I, have just, I just haven't seen enough of the world. Mm-hmm. And I would say, yeah, that's why you need this podcast. You need to read books. You're, nice. you're saying you always have a stack of books and I see them moving through. So you're not just like <laughs> adding just more to, to them, reading. right? Just the stack gets bigger. But but yes, we all have a perspective problem. Yeah. Anyone who has a growth mindset has a perspective problem, but they know it. Yeah. And that's why they're going to work on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's to a core, you know, superpower I'm trying to develop is curiosity. That, like I'm always holding space. I, you think you're being humble and Thank you don't you. have to be. I'll say this for you. Um, yeah. You know a ton of stuff, but you also continue to remain. I said it five minutes ago about you're having this meeting to learn about this strategy. Mm-hmm. Like, Great, like I think about Mark Cuban with Shark Tank, like mm-hmm. all those people. The thing that I love about them is they're still looking for great and interesting businesses, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. like they're not just like, I'm done, I'm gonna go play golf. Yeah, again, play golf, that's fine. But these people are like, no, I find it interesting, it's a good, healthy, I want to keep getting new perspectives. And yep. so, I, I think that is a superpower of yours. And mm-hmm. I think that again, we're, we're, today we're talking about fear, and one of the fears is I don't know enough. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, you're right. So what are you going to do about it? Because that never goes away if you have the right mindset.